0: Social distancing, small groups, reacting to the unexpected, takes a lot of no. knowing, self-quarantine. This is Money Talks. We're back. I'm
1: Troy Harmon with Casey Smith and Logan Daniel. And uh, we've been talking about uh, various aspects of financial planning and uh We do have quite a few questions that we want to get to today, uh, starting with Tyler from Atlanta, who says, I took a withdrawal from my Roth IRA this year, and I'm wondering if there's any provision in all the coronavirus-related legislation that would allow me to put that back into my Roth.
2: Yeah, so there's a couple of options that he has. I mean, you know, it doesn't say how old Tyler is or or, uh, whether... Uh, why he took the distribution from the Roth, um, but presumably it was just a, a regular distribution. I don't know if he's 59 and a half or not. Um, so it could potentially be taxable. Uh, a, a portion of it could be taxable if if um, you know he's taken out before 59 and a half or subject to a penalty if, if he's violated a five-year window that you're allowed to, to take some of the growth on that money.
1: Within the five years it's established, is that the deal?
2: Correct. So yep. it, there's, there's some... Some unknowns here that we're, we are not sure, but generally speaking, if it's a regular Roth IRA, uh, his only options would be to roll it over back into the Roth within 60 days. So you have you can do that one time per year, where you can do an indirect rollover and, and basically put the money that you've taken out of a traditional IRA or Roth IRA and put it back into the account um uh, as if it never occurred basically uh and then the other option is with the CARES Act that passed earlier this year in March you can do what's called a coronavirus related distribution um if you were impacted by the virus in any way with meaning you either had the virus somebody in your household had the virus you were caring for someone who had the virus um your work was impacted in in other words you weren't able to work or were furloughed or what have you because of the virus. All of those would be qualifications to be able to take up to $100,000 and classify that as a coronavirus-related distribution. You can put that money back into the account within three years and essentially the same thing as the 60-day rollover. In this case, it's a Roth, so there would be no taxes or anything like that owed. If it was a traditional IRA, it would be taxable uh, rateably over those three years while, while you're putting
1: it back. All right. So,
3: and we've um, also seen clients with an inherited Roth IRA which right. you do have distributions they are tax-free anyway, but you have up until August 31st to roll that back in if you want to.
2: Yeah, that's a deadline um, that's coming up
3: here at the end of the month. And that was part of the CARES Act.
1: So, I mean, we're talking about a, a Roth account that was inherited from um probably a loved one, I assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, that handed it down to you and, and the details around that, you have to recharacterize it to a, a taxable account, meaning you have to take money out over what's, what's the, what are the details in that?
3: It's if, well, before 2020, it was based off your lifetime. Okay. Um, now it's over 10 years. Okay. Okay.
1: So there are required
2: distributions, anything, any inherited IRA account, whether that be Roth or traditional that was inherited prior to 2020, you have to take required distributions based on your remaining life expectancy, meaning the beneficiary. Um, And so if that changed
1: at the end of last
3: year, now you have to do it within 10 years. You can either do it every year or at year 10, just as long as it's depleted by year 10.
1: Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, the Roth, does it really matter that much as far as, I mean, it's not taxable when you take it out. It just becomes taxable It becomes. I
3: mean, I guess the only benefit would be tax-deferred growth, potentially. Tax-free growth. Tax-free growth. Yeah, Um, so you'd probably
1: push that to the end as much as possible. So we've got a question here from... Robin from Atlanta who says uh, I have a money manager who handles my investments. I just discovered two of my holdings, the GO Group, GEO group. Uh, and Core Civic are essentially prisons. Without getting political, are these worth holding? I see that they are REITs, so that's real estate, definitely real estate. And tec- technically has nothing to do with the business on the land. I'm trying to wrap my head around this. I never thought I cared about what stocks I own, guns, booze, tobacco, but all of a sudden I'm questioning these two. uh, They're new positions, but their history seems lackluster. Um, I would agree with that, but before we get into the fundamentals, it might be interesting to talk through a little bit about uh, what's going on. Obviously, in in this world we live in where uh, we just had some significant riots and people are talking about defunding police and it's actually being thought seriously of in certain cities uh, throughout the country. I think uh, between that and the legalization of marijuana, a lot of folks say that marijuana is uh, one of the driving factors that fills up our prisons. Um, It seems like, um, you know, you might want to consider this. Now, you did say something that I want to go back on uh you said technically has nothing to do with the business on the land um the business on the land while while it is a REIT the the business that runs them are private and uh those those businesses actually have to be reasonable in order for for uh for them to operate like I said you know you start thinking about funding uh it's something that I encourage investors to do every time i mean if you're buying a company that uh, generates and produces airplane parts figure out what the airplane manufacturers are doing so in this case while it is a REIT a real estate investment trust REIT is uh, what that means uh, you have to you have to consider the source of the funding Um, so uh, you know like I say there's there seems to be some political will to go against number one just basic Privatization of any governmental function. I think, uh, you know, even a libertarian would tell you that uh, that uh, keeping society safe is one of those functions of government, and they're usually not too crazy on uh, anything government. Uh, Except but, for the
2: extreme, extreme cases, of libertarians, they would probably agree with you.
1: It will. Yeah, extreme <laughs> cases. I mean, we're talking about libertarians, or are we talking about. Uh, uh anarchists, anarchists yeah, maybe that's and, a different thing. Yeah, it, I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> the lines get a bit blurred, don't they? Uh so <clears throat> anyway, there uh just let's talk about the fundamentals basically. The GEO group, uh ticker symbol GEO, uh is expected to grow earnings about ten percent uh over the next three to five years. They do have a positive return on assets, return on equity at four point one percent and seventeen point seven percent Uh, respectively their debt to equity is 287.7 they got very little equity basically run the business on debt and here's probably one of the bigger uh, issues i mean their their revenue growth is still positive um but uh you know the the dividend is extremely high yield and and uh I, i think that uh it would be difficult. It's about 16.9 at last measure. That's been a few days ago. Um, but that seems like a dividend that is in peril. Uh, in fact, you know, if you look at the other core civic that we're talking about, they discontinued their dividend on June, June 20th of this year. And it too was, uh, was pretty high at the time. Um, payout ratio was already over one, uh, or 100%. So they were paying out more than they made in earnings. Uh, both of these companies, I think the fundamentals are just really not there, uh, to, to give you a, a good basic, um, investment that I could recommend. It, you know, it's it's difficult to say. But uh, some of the other things that you got to look at. Now, you dig through the history of the GEO group. Uh, they had a 2012 ruling against them in relation to a Mississippi scandal involving politicians and in kickbacks, uh, which caused them to lose a contract with the state. Part of this, too, is, you know, concentration of uh, of revenue and you know we look at this with retailers we look at it with every other business you don't want a business that is reliant on one large um supplier or one large source of revenue for their income it means higher risk in that business even yeah. if it's profitable
0: mm-hmm.
1: um you know and and not only that i mean if if it's if there is a lot of profit in it there's usually multiple suppliers Uh, of the service or the product that they produce. So, uh, you know, in this case, it just seems a whole lot
2: tied to the government. The fact that it's a REIT, it's, I mean, to your point, there's a lot of REITs out there that are, the REIT has to be funded by the operations of whatever business it's, whether it's a hospital or Mm a, uh, you know retail reIT or commercial reIT yeah uh, the the underlying performance of those c- companies that are paying the the rent effectively or, or the lease of the building and the land uh, are really that they're pretty relevant to the performance sure. of the reIT so I mean the fact that these are basically private prison companies that are paying um, these leases for the the use of the land and the buildings around the prisons uh, you know that it means that those prisons have to be making enough, <laughs> sustaining themselves to be able to pay that to the REIT. Right. Uh, so, you know, to your point, I think that that is, that is very relevant, even though it is a real estate investment. It, the the underlying business is extremely relevant.
1: Yeah. Uh, I would agree with you in, in uh, some respects that, you know, when it comes to guns or booze or tobacco, I usually – I don't make that decision for clients. I'll recommend a company just based on the fundamentals. The fundamentals of these both of these companies look uh, shady to me, and uh, the future doesn't look too bright either. So. Uh, and I've seen cases, orange
2: is the new black, so I know how this yeah. story ends.
1: Oh really? I, I
2: Seems like with the
3: Geo Group, they might be just chasing a, a dividend yield, which, like you said, yeah. might uh, not be guaranteed.
1: I'll tell you this: if a forward. dividend yield is above. Somewhere around five or six percent. You better look closely at what's going on within the company, how well it's covered, any of those details.
0: And yeah.
2: A lot of is, times we'll get that question. It's like, you know, well, this company's paying double digits or 15, 20 percent yield. Well, yeah, there's a reason for that. <laughs> um, that is that really sustainable? Probably not. In yeah. most cases. I mean, yeah. chances are they're not going to be producing enough revenue to cover that dividend. Yeah and they're going to either have to cut it, suspend it, or go out and borrow more money to, to keep paying it.
1: Yeah, there's been quite a few suspensions. Even Disney had to suspend theirs this year. I mean, rightly so. Who's going to Disney? Um, so we've got another question here we'll cover real quick. Uh, Ryan from Alpharetta says, I've owned Target stock for a little more than a year now. After Wednesday, Wednesday's surge in price, should I take some profits? Uh, surge in price came on the heels of a huge earnings beat. Uh, the company made $3.38 uh, per share versus expectations of $1.69. So huge uh, outperformance in, in that regard. Price spiked higher, 12.65% on the news. Let me just tell you, if your portfolio is out of whack and you've got a 20% uh, overage in the weight versus your normal target, rebalance your account. I mean, that's where it it boils down. So I don't know what your portfolio looks like, but uh, that would be my recommendation. And, oh, by the way, 20% means if you've got a target at 1% and it's at 1.2, you're 20% over your target, not 21% of your total portfolio. I'm saying the market goes up this week. What do you say, guys? Same here.
3: Market one up.
1: There we go. Three ups. Thanks for listening to Money Talks.